0: Here, Kitty, I'll be right out.
2: For a minute, I thought you'd left
0: town. No, but it's
1: a good idea. I just released a couple of your hangovers from last night. I hmm. thought I'd better get the cells straightened up.
2: Where's Chester?
1: At Delmonico's. I told him to get some food. He's awful puny this morning.
2: I tried to warn him.
1: And it wouldn't be so bad, Kitty, if you'd stop selling that green beer. It's
2: all I can get, and you know it. He
1: wants some coffee. Uh, has Doc come back yet? No. And I don't like it, Matt. Ah, don't worry about it, Kitty. He can take care of himself.
2: I know, but this is the fourth day. Yeah,
1: it has been four days, hasn't
2: it? Yes. Matt, why don't you and I ride out to Emmett Bauer's place and find out where Doc was going when he left there? Well,
1: how do you know he isn't still there? Bauer's boy could have had complications with that broken arm.
2: Well, at least we'd know. Something's wrong, Matt. I can feel it. All right,
1: Kitty. All right. Uh, look, have you had breakfast? Oh, uh, no. We better eat first. Come on, let's go over and join Chester, huh? All
2: right. Matt, look. What? Isn't that Emmett Bowers coming out of the dodge house?
1: That sure is. Hey, Emmett! Hold up! talking about you. Is Doc out at your place? No, no, he isn't. As a matter of fact, that's why I was coming out to see you. Oh, how's that? Well, Doc never did show up that day. What? That's right. I went up to his office this morning, but everything was locked up. I thought maybe you knew where he was. I told you, Matt, something's wrong. What about your boy, Emmett? Oh, he's getting along all right. I said his arm myself. But I wanted Doc to take a look at it. Yeah. Well, Kitty looks like you and I won't be making that trip today.
2: Why
1: not? i better ride out with Chester and I can cover more ground.
2: Well, that's
1: all right with me. Well, it was nice seeing you, Emmett. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope you'll find him all right. I'm sure we will. So long. Bye. So long, Miss Kitty.
2: Bye. You think Chester will feel like riding?
1: Well, if he doesn't, he'll go anyway. It'll be good for him. <laughs> Ketchum sure is a stingy old lady. Now, how do you figure that, Chester? Well, and don't you think she would uh, at least offer us a drink, of water or something, just to be hospitable? But well, if you wanted water, you should have asked her. She'd have given you some. That ain't the idea. It's just polite to offer folks something when they drop in on you. You know, Chester. Not many prairie people have the time to be polite. Mm. Yes, sir. Now hold up. What's the matter? think we'll split up here. Well, I thought we were going on to Clooney Place. Yeah, we are, but there's a couple of other ranches on the way that Doc could have visited. Now, we can cover more ground if we split up. The trail to the right leads by the Pope Ranch. Uh, I want you to go by there, and I'll meet you at the Clooney Place later, all right? Well, well, well how do I get to the Clooney's after I leave the Pope's? Oh, no Matt Pope can tell you. Just follow the trail. The Clooney's are about ten miles north of the Pope's. All right. You know, I got me a kindly funny feeling about Doc, Mr. Jones. Huh? How's that? Well, you know how him and old man Cooney are such good checker buddies, and they don't hardly ever get to see each other. Well, I just bet you Doc's been at him these past four days, taking a little time off of playing checkers. Ah, Chester, that's not likely. You know, I, I guess I was just wishing. Well, better get started. It'll be dark by the time we meet at the Clooney's. All right, but what if I find Doc? Uh... Uh, you just bring him out of the Clooney's with you. We can spend the night there and then head back to Dodge in the morning. Yes, sir. It's been an awful long time since I've been out this way, Mr. Dillon. Well, uh, just stick close to the trail. You won't get lost. Well, so long. So long. And uh, don't waste any time visiting with the folks, huh? Yes, sir. riding all day. I wouldn't have drunk so much beer last night. seen you and Dodge. The marshal couldn't come himself, huh? Couldn't? Uh, was you expecting, Mr. El? Well, sure I was. Oh, uh, is there something wrong, Mr. Polk? Well, now, didn't my boy tell the marshal? Tell him what? About the horse thieving. Horse thieving? Yeah. The boy went into town this morning to tell the marshal to get out here. Well, I've lost three of my best broodmares within the last week. stole right from under my nose. Well, man, well, Mr. didn't know nothing about that. We left Dodge earlier this morning. I guess that was before your boy got there. Well, what are you doing out here, then? Well, we're out looking for Doc Adams. See, nobody ain't heard from him in four days, and we've been awful worried. Well, I ain't seen him. Did you say the marshal was out with you? Yeah. He, he took the other trail at the fork about five miles back. I'm to meet him at the Clooney Ranch later on. Well, you tell him about my mares. Now, something's got to be done. Oh, yes, sir. I sure will. Uh, Say, how far is it to the Clooney place? Mm, Good nine or ten miles, right toward them clouds. It is kind of black-looking over there, ain't it? But I don't suppose a little rain will hurt me. You can catch a good dose of fever soaking up rain. I got my slicker. You're going to need it. Well... (laughs) I ain't making no track standing here, am I? <laughs> I wish I had time to visit with you a little bit. Oh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you forget to tell the marshal about my horses. try. I won't. on. For sure. oh, oh. Uh. Oh, Come on, let me see that foot. <laughs> Easy, boy. Easy. Easy. Stone brute. a bad one. Uh. Well, it looks like you ain't going to be no use to me at all. Oh. If I ride you any more, you'll get out altogether. I ain't sure how long that will last if I have to walk to the Clooney's. It'll be a good five mile, yeah. Well, come on, horse. I can't afford to leave you out here on prairie. You can walk the same as me. And all at this Well I do declare. Look at there. That's a cabin hiding in them trees. Come on, horse. I knew the good lord wasn't gonna leave us for the rain. shoot. I wanted to shoot you, I'd have hit you in the first place. That's far enough. Yes. What are you doing traipsing on my land? Oh, I didn't know he wasn't
2: allowed. Dad? Yeah? What you shooting at?
1: The stranger. Look, nobody just wanders up here. Well, I did, mister. Why? I I was on the trail and my horse got a stone bruise about a mile or so back and... When I seen your cabin, I figured I could ask you for cover before the rain started. I got no shelter off of a stranger.
2: Now, Dak, that's no way to be. looks tired. Won't hurt us to be friendly.
1: Sometimes it don't pay to be friendly, Lily May. I don't cotton to a man wandering on to my place aimless-like. I ain't aimless, mister. I'm not here for a good reason. See, I'm supposed to meet Marshall Dillon at the Clooney place. Now, that's about three miles from here, ain't it? You say Marshall Dillon? Uh, yes, sir, that's right. I work with him, and God say I'm Chester Proudfoot. Well, a friend of the Marshal's ought to be welcome at our place.
2: We ain't used to having visitors, Mr. Proudfoot, but we'd be pleased to have you join us for supper.
1: why? Thank you, ma'am. you're going in the house at Lily May, I'll put your horse in the shed. You'll stay dry. Oh,
2: all right, and, and, and thank you. Come on, Mr. Proudfoot
1: call me Chester, ma'am. But most of those does. <laughs> All right. My. You folks sure do have an awful big crowd, such a little ranch. Oh, well, Doc's in the horse business.
2: He gets them wild off the prairie and gentles them and then he sells them. Mm-hmm. Things ain't been going too well lately, though.
1: Oh. You've been living out here long?
2: Not long. Ah, come on in. Now, you sit down there at that table, and I'll pour you a cup of coffee.
1: Well, thank you. I sure do appreciate you being so kind and all, ma'am. When I first walked up here, I I thought I got into a hornet's nest. Well,
2: that don't trust people as easy as he should.
1: Well, sometimes it's better that way, I suppose.
2: Not for me, it ain't. I like to visit with people have them around to talk to. Don't think I'll ever get used to living out here.
1: Uh, do you by any chance know Doc Adams from Dodge?
2: Doc Adams? Nope, never heard of him. Why? Oh, I was just wondering.
1: Yours will be all right. gave give him some grain. Oh, well, thank you. Sure. Uh, say, I've, I've been thinking. Hey, it's going to take a few days for him to get over that bruise. Would you be willing to loan me one of your horses so that I can go on and meet Mr. Dillon tonight? I'll bring it back to you first thing in the morning. Well, mm-hmm. sure. Sure, we can talk about it after supper. I better stoke up that fire a little, man. Thank you, Dad. Hmm.
2: Looks like it's starting to rain. Maybe you ought to stay here with us tonight, Chester.
1: Yeah, well, uh, no, thank you. I-, I guess not, ma'am. Mr. Dillon will get worried about me if I don't. <laughs>
2: killed him. He ain't dead. What got into you? Why'd you hit him?
1: It's a trap, Lily May. What do you mean a trap? Just that. I suspected it when he told us who he was. Marshall sent him in here to borrow one of the horses so they'd have proof to hang me. They're on to us. What are we going to do? Move out. First thing in the morning. It'll take us most of the night to pack.
2: Oh, Jack, we've been moving steady for three years. When does it stop?
1: When I get enough money saved up to buy a decent farm. How
2: many times have I heard that? What are
1: you going to do with him? Tie him up and leave him here to rot.
2: That's murder, Dak. Nobody ever comes around here.
1: You serve him right.
2: Are you losing your senses? Are you going to start killing and now be a murderer, too? Shut
1: oh. up! I'll do what I have to do. Sure. Hello, Mr. Smollett. Come in, come Hey, what a nice surprise. Uh, is Chester here yet? Ch- no. Oh, is he coming to Yeah, uh, he's supposed to meet me here. Oh, well, you hang your slicker there. Oh, thanks. Well, oh, sir, what brings you out in this weather? Doc Adams. Have you seen him? Well, I reckon I have. Come on back to the kitchen where it's warm. All right. Well, Matt. What? Doc, there he is, Marshal. Doc, have you been here all this time? Hey, ever since Monday. Well, what happened to you? Yeah, sit down, Marshal. Yeah, down. get the load off you think. Gentleman. Well, <laughs> Chester was right. Chester was uh, huh? How's that? He said you probably decided to take a few days off and come out here to play checkers with Play Oh, he did. did he? Yeah, that, that ain't it exactly, Marshal. Oh, it looks pretty clear to me. I don't be too hasty. I didn't get these circles under my eyes just sitting here staring at this checkerboard for four days. Don't tell me you've been sick, Doc. You've never been sick a day in your life. He sure was this time, Marshal. I seen it. He had the fever. Eh, if it hadn't been for the good care Clooney gave me, oh. it. I'd still be late. Uh, there was those uh, powders, Doc. No, it was, it was powders that snapped. Well, how did you I end up good. out here anyway? You left to go to the Bower's place, did you? I know, but I got caught in a thunderstorm. I got on the wrong trail. Yeah. The next thing I knew, I was here. Yeah, he was awful pitiful. Oh, well, all right. Ed, uh, did you hear from Bowers, man? Yeah, the boy will be all right. Bowers set the arm himself. Must not have been too bad. Oh, thank goodness for that. I was going back to Dodge this afternoon. When those clouds came up, I figured I'd best wait till morning. And, well, I guess it's a good thing you did. <laughs> yeah. Oh say, Marshal, you say Chester is going to meet you here? Or Chester come out with you? Uh-huh. We've been scanning the whole countryside for you, Doc. Yeah, he took the east trail. He ought to be along any time now. Unless he decided to stay at the moors because of the rain. Come
2: out of it, and that's a fact. What? What happened to my head? Why am I all tied up like this? Dak hit you on the head, and he tied you up. Why? Why in the world did he do that? He's got you figured. The marshal sent you in here to borrow one of our horses, didn't he? No. What are you talking about? Don't Don't lie to me, Mister. I'm being nice to you. Almost got myself bruised up for being so nice. I ain't lying. I don't know what you're saying. The Marshal knows about Dak. Knows he's wanted for horse thief, and he wanted proof, so he sent you here. No, no, no,
1: that ain't so. But if your husband is a horse thief,
2: Mr. Dillon will catch up with him sooner or later. No, he won't. We're going to move on away from here. He
1: won't. Well, what's he going to do with me? He's going
2: to leave you here. Tied up. It
1: ain't let up, honey. Oh, he'd come to, huh? Yeah.
2: Maybe I ought to give him something to
1: eat. Forget that. We got work to do. I finished up in the barn. Now let's get started in here. Are
2: we going to get any sleep tonight?
1: When we finish packing, we can take turns sleeping. I ain't going to take a chance on that marshal sneaking in here. If he so much as puts a foot on this ranch, I'll shoot him. Not it. It's him or me, Lily May. And it ain't going to be me. <laughs>
2: May? Yeah? What you want?
1: Could I have a drink of water? I guess so. Where at your husband?
2: He's outside loading the wagon. Here you
1: are. Good. Uh, I'll hold it for you. Thank you. How long has it been
2: daylight? About a half an hour. I had to hurt something fierce. You you want no more? Uh,
1: No, thank you. You're going to let him leave me tied here.
2: I can't persuade him one way or another. Once he makes up his mind, he never changes it.
1: Well, what about you?
2: There's nothing I can do about it.
1: Yes, there are. You could cut me loose before he comes back in here. He won't know the difference. I'll make like I'm still tied up.
2: He'd kill me and you, too. But he won't know the difference. I'll make sure he don't. No, no, I no, I can't do it. You gotta do it. You gotta. I'll die sure. You won't try to leave before we get out of here. No, I won't I give you my word? He, he'd kill you if you did. I know well, that. All right, I'll get my. Just cut your arms. You can untie your feet after we leave. That'll be fine. There. Now you keep them behind you,
1: and we'll both be dead. Uh, there's a buggy down on the trail. Looks like that fool Marshall riding behind it. Coming after his friend. Get that rifle. Hey, wait a minute. What do you got in your hand? Nothing? I see that. <laughs> going to cut him loose, you little wench. No,
2: thanks. don't, Don't <laughs> tell
1: you later. Right now, there's a marshal we got to take care of. Grab that rifle over there and cut that window, you hear?
2: No. No, I ain't going to do it. What? I ain't going to do it. I'm tired of running, living like an animal. Let that marshal come in.
1: What kind of talk is that? You're in this as deep as I am.
2: I didn't steal any horses. They won't hang me. please do No, no, please don't. All
1: Jack. Leave her alone. I got your rifle. What? I'll shoot you if you hit her again. So she did cut you loose. Oh, you really done it this time, Lily May. Back over towards the door. What for? So you'll be there when Mr. Jones comes in. Go on. rifle, I, I didn't want to shoot him. I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. You don't have to be sorry,
2: Chester. There's no reason for you to apologize. Uh, Suddenly, it, it don't seem to matter. Yes, ma'am.
1: Anybody in there? Hey, it's me, Mr. Dillon. Chester. What? Chester, what in the world is... This. Well, see, I I, I saw him, but he's going to be all right. Mr. Young. You, you just won't leave it. Maybe you better try me, huh? Yes, sir. Well, it, see, I was riding along down the trail towards this place, and it seemed to me that my horse was getting kind of gimpy. So I got off, and sure enough, he had a real bad...
0: Hollywood by Norman McDonald stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. The story was specially written for Gunsmoke by Frank Paris, with editorial supervision by John Meston. Featured in the cast were Harry Bartell, Lynn Allen, Vic Terran, and Bartlett Robinson. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. This is George Walsh inviting you to join us again next week when CBS Radio presents another story on gun smoke.